Welcome to another episode of Awaken the Kingdom Within. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Awaken the Kingdom Within. I haven't had a chance to sit down and chat with you for a while. I thought I'd take a moment to do that today. I am in the middle of reading a wonderful book written by um, Michael Todd called Crazy Faith. And he talks about it's only crazy until it happens. That really resonated with me. So today I'm just going to share with you a few things that I garnered from the book so that I can hopefully encourage you to be crazy about your faith. Um, We're just in a world where everything is really pragmatic, almost unreal. It's not that it's based on fact. It's really based on fear, fear of the unknown, fear of a world where it doesn't look maybe the way you had envisioned, um, fear of people, fear of humanity. That really leaves many people of faith in a position of feeling that there's really no reason to continue. It's somewhat like bracing for a hard landing of an airplane. Many have just gotten this resolve that we're near the end, and since we're near the end, we might as well just kind of hang on for dear life. And that's, that's not the mindset of the awakened. In this book I'm reading, Brother Todd, if you'll let me call him that, Pastor Todd, shares this narrative. And I'm just going to read this one sentence to you. One of the names of Jesus is Emmanuel, which means God is with us. Matthew 1, 23. He goes on to ask, the real question is, are we aware of his presence? That resonated with me. God is with us. Emmanuel is Christ. Do we understand what God is trying to reveal through Christ? Um, I am an individual that believes in purpose and transformation. I've committed my life to walking that journey myself. And it is freeing to be able to tap into this question, why was I born? Um, Christ was born filled with purpose. And along the journey, he called people, the next generation, to be awakened to their purpose so that they could continue that work. With the goal, I believe, of what he's writing for us to be able to understand Emmanuel, that God is with us, and for us to be aware of what his presence looks like. A dear friend of mine, who's also a daughter, spiritual daughter, but also an incredible sister and friend, all of the relationships rolled into one. She makes this comment 
and and it's really impacted my life and changed it that we find our purpose and we find God's presence in, in understanding all or oneness that we're not divided and separated but everything works together that all things works together is understanding it's not either or one thing or the other that we're called to be part of an allness, a oneness, um, an omniscience, if you will, an all-being-present God. And he sent his son to help us understand what that means. His son trained disciples, but he didn't just train them in teachings. He gave them lessons, but he also trained them by living his life for them as an example for them to follow, a process for them to guarantee they could always look back and see how Christ approached things and make correction, self-correction. Through his life, they were able to see a revelation of God's plan for their life. They were patterning their life after him. And he was so good at living in front of them and giving them a living example that when he was no longer present as Emmanuel, but empowering them from within his Holy Spirit, they were even able to do even greater works than they had done when Christ was present. Matthew one twenty one, which is a passage right before this, the passage that I read to you, explains what that prophecy is for Christ's life. And it kind of paraphrased, it says, his name will be called Jesus, for he shall save his people from their sins. And that word sins in this passage means failures, missing the mark, guilt, not hitting the target. So Jesus's purpose for being born was to save his people from their failures. They're missing the mark, not knowing their purpose or why they are alive. And on that journey, he taught others through his gifting and through his charisma to make others disciples by teaching them what they had learned about his life to help others find their purpose, their target, and to give them the tools to achieve it. He equipped them to become disciples so that they could equip others to become disciples and thus guarantee that every generation would have a group of people that were awakened not to their failure, but to the remedy that by looking at the life of Christ, as an example, that we each could walk out our purpose and make our life have meaning. And that meaning would not only transform society and our community and our those closest to us, or sometimes those that never knew us, but it would also continue on to the next generation, awaken the next generation. Christ was really called to be and to give good works. He was a good work. And he 
taught them to go into the world just like Joseph did. Um, Joseph impacted the world in government as a civil servant, but he was also a good worker. He was also a good employee. Um, In your life, where are you positioned? Are you in a classroom? Are you a civil servant? Do you work um, for state and local government? Do you federal government? Are you uh, working? Are you on a job? Are you helping your family in some place? Whatever your hands and your presence is, is doing every day, be excellent. Be anointed. Have favor. Because your actions in striving to be the best have impact beyond your dreams. They can be like Joseph and save a country, save a people, whether they're believers or non-believers. That's where the salvation comes, is the awakening of who they are, that people can start their journey, their spiritual path, and understand we're all here for that reason. Um, The world benefits from us walking in purpose. The world benefits. The world benefits. The believer and the non-believer. The awakened and the unawakened. They all benefit. That's what Christ teaches us. That it didn't matter that people recognized who he was. He had the vision. He caught his purpose. And he could look. It said it was the joy that he saw in the future that allowed him to endure his current his current situation Christ came he was born his birth was a sign that God wanted to be present with us and in following Christ's example every generation has the opportunity to have Christ with them. So much of Christianity has focused on Christ not being somewhere. Like we want to be where he is. Remember I said live in the all. That's a great desire to want to be where he is. That's what Paul teaches us. If I'm absent, I'm with him. And if I'm present, he's with me. So whether I'm, no matter what state I'm in, I'm always yielding my life to the purpose of Christ. Yes, there's nothing wrong with having a desire to be where Christ is. But the purpose of the gospel, the purpose of the life of Christ was to show us that he's Emmanuel. He's God with us. And the purpose of awakening and seeing that you're carrying on that legacy is so that someone else will be able to recognize Christ is here with them, helping them on their journey. The awakened, that doesn't mean our lives are better. Uh, Just like Joseph, we experience rejection, jealousy, a crisis, We also experience gifting, anointing, favor, wisdom. And in turn, we deposit in this world mercy, forgiveness, 
clarity, and love. My final thought is this incredible revelation that Joseph has, and that is when he shares this kind of parable and that you you meant it, your actions toward me were meant for evil, but God's meant it for good. I, I attribute that to Joseph's life. I attribute that passage to everyone's life who comes to the recognition that they're here for a greater purpose. They're here to be part of the legacy of Emmanuel that things will happen, that others mean for evil. But we have a vision of why we're here. We understand what we're supposed to be doing. And because of that, we see that all things that are happening are working together for the good of those that love the Lord. That's, that's the me, that's the worker and are called according to his purpose. Yeah. I think that's pretty powerful. Thank you, Pastor Todd. I'll read this to you one more time. I'll read the whole paragraph that really impacted me. It's on page 31. God is actually omnipresent, which means present always and everywhere. It's just that he's invisible. And it's more difficult for someone who already has a hard heart to have faith in something or someone he can't physically see. One of the names of Jesus is Emmanuel, which means God is with us. The real question is, are we aware of his presence? And my question to you is, are you aware of his legacy in you? And are you aware that part of your purpose of being on this planet, of being born, is to carry on the legacy of God's omnipotence and omnipresence and omniscience? People can't see him. That's why Christ came. Today, people can see Christ, but they see him in you. I love that. See you next time. If what we talked about today resonated with you, then I invite you to read Seven Keys to Awaken the Kingdom of Heaven Within. The book I wrote is designed to take you on a journey of self-discovery and spiritual renewal. It comes together with a journal and it's available exclusively at CherylNaomiDavis.com.